0: Welcome to episode 14 of Everyday Theologian. Uh, I'm Chad, uh, here as always with Pastor Ty. Hello. Uh, so we're back to the end of the fall. It's officially fall now. Mm-hmm. Um, we're hitting a normal kind of recording schedule and, and uh, episode topics. So this is good to kind of be back to where we started in the spring. Um, today we're talking music stuff. Yeah. Uh, Kind of a a light topic, but also an important one because this is a part of our church heritage. Mm -hmm. Not just as Methodists, but like as Christians and as people of God. Music has just been a part of everything. Mm -hmm. All the way back into the beginning of the Old Testament.
1: Yep, absolutely. Back there in the very beginning. Right, where they talked about singing and praising God and and all through the psalm i mean 150 chapters an entire book of the bible <laughs> yeah you know it the the name of it is the book of psalms but it's essentially songs that have been, that were sung put to music mm-hmm. you know we don't have the actual music they didn't do a lot of that they didn't do a lot of writing out music then um but we know that they were familiar tunes and so they could say you know this Psalm written for the or written by the director of music, blah 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 blah. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah,
1: yeah. And then the psalms talk about it. You know, I will, I will sing, I will praise, I will sing to the Lord, I will make music. You know, they talk about the sounding of the trumpet and the harp and the lyre and dancing and strings and pipes and (laughs) all all the things, all the musical instruments. All of the things. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Right right (laughs) and then even into the new testament you know like in colossians um this is verse 316 in colossians let the message of christ dwell among you richly as you teach and admonish one another with all wisdom through psalms hymns and songs from the spirit singing to god with gratitude in your hearts all about the singing all about the songs yeah so we thought hey why don't we talk about music? Because in case you don't know, Chad has been making music and plays with the band on occasion now. he, I mean, he's, done it, like uh, him, yeah, but he's yeah. done it. Very sparse. Yeah. He's done it of varying levels over the years. Mm-hmm. And uh, you may or may not know it, but I, I, I enjoy singing. I love singing. And uh, so while I may not be singing in choir or with the band that doesn't mean I don't love it and find great value in it. I've music has been very, very significant in my life. Um, (laughs) I was never really good. Well, no, I was okay playing the piano and playing the flute, but I just hated practicing. Oh yeah. Yeah. So I haven't, I could still pick out notes. I mean, if you put music in front of me, I could read the notes and I could find them on a piano.
0: I'm learning how to find notes on sheet music. Yeah. Uh,
1: well, because guitar is different.
0: Guitar is very different. Yeah, you got the chords. I mean, classic guitar has mm-hmm. has, but I I never learned classic guitar. Sure. Um, in fact, I'm self-taught on guitar. Cool. For the most part. Yeah. Which means I know, like, one thirty-second as much of like <laughs> everything that there is, and that's probably being <laughs> like, generous. <the> music. Yeah. <laughs> So <laughs> oh gosh. Yeah. Yeah, but I I'm I'm trying cuz piano's fun and making music is. on on a computer doing some other stuff. Okay. Um you know, it's useful to have a keyboard. Yeah. <laughs> Something to actually input music into the into the program. Yeah, I um, can see that. So, that was actually fun trying to do the when we had the first episode trying to get the music out for the release of that first episode Mm -hmm. on time. Mm -hmm. I was uh, relearning a little bit of keyboard.
1: Oh. And
0: relearning how to read sheet music and like relearning how to do stuff in my software. So like, that was crazy, but I like doing it and... If I could practice, Uh because that's my problem, too. If I could actually sit down and practice music, I would probably be a little bit better than I am. Yeah. But I just. Yeah. No motivation sometimes.
1: Yeah, well, you know. We have time for what we're able to do. Yeah. (laughs) Sometimes we just don't. I mean, that's a nice thought, being able to play the piano. But Mm -hmm. Yeah. There's very rare, have I ever thought, oh, I wish I was still playing the piano. (laughs) (laughs) I'm good. I got other stuff.
0: (laughs) I'd love to learn like cello or violin one day. Oh. But I think I might be a little, a little late on that boat.
1: Yeah, You never know. You can always learn something new.
0: You can at least try to learn something new. Right? (laughs) Then we should get a hold of Carol Holman
1: and just say, hey, Carol, you want to give us some piano lessons? Yeah. Yeah. She probably would. She probably would. But well, you know, in music there music is a wonderful tool as mm-hmm. well. Um we can do so much with music, right? We obviously use it in worship. It's on the radio. <laughs> I mean I mean yeah. I, I can't there's people just listen to the radio. I mean especially in your car these days. Um it's in every tv show or movie mm-hmm. that you ever watch whether you're real, whether you realize it or not yeah there's music and that music um especially in programming like that helps to draw you to a certain emotion mm-hmm. right it helps to connect you with a character because they might play a certain certain music every time a character appears, whether it's a good character or a bad character. Um, there are, there's music that goes along with the seasons of the year, like with our holidays. Mm-hmm. Um, Unless you're
0: Pastor Allen and you listen to Christmas music all year round.
1: Well, that is <laughs> true. <laughs> if you are ever in the office, you never know. <laughs> yep. Um, um so right, so it can kind of like help us into different seasons. Um, music, there, are, there's therapy done through music. Mm-hmm. So people are trained in music therapy. Uh, what else? I mean, music is just—it's everywhere, right? It's absolutely everywhere. It's not isolated to the church. I mean, you can. There are stories of how you know John Wesley. Our Methodist founder, he would, I mean, they would take the songs from the pubs in England and they would put different lyrics to them Yeah, because it's a song everybody knew. We sing some of those songs today. Still, some of those hymns. Mm-hmm. We don't even realize it, but we're <laughs> singing old drinking songs. <laughs> but we're worshiping God. Um, so music is pretty important, pretty significant in in just everybody's life in general. Uh, whether you love music or not, it's there. Yeah. yeah. And then music also is good and useful for, like, helping you remember things. Like I mentioned in a sermon a couple weeks ago, I could not have told you when Columbus sailed the ocean blue, but it's in a song. So now I will never forget that it's 1492. <laughs> right? Because it just didn't... Yeah. I could yeah. say that little phrase, but it never... It never stuck until right. it was put to music for me, and then all of a sudden, I remember it. Yeah, yeah. So whether it's scripture, um, you know, that's a great way to memorize scripture is having is when it's put to music, and mm-hmm. music's pretty cool. It's important that way.
0: Yeah, a good avenue to get us places. Yeah, um, for church, probably the best way to to connect with God, uh, or at least feel like while you're in the space, you're, you're able to connect better. Um,
1: Sure. And people even, well, now that the choir's back in worship, like people are really excited about that Mm -hmm. and how significant that is.
0: Yeah. uh, It's just a a very emotional, Mm -hmm. emotionally driven.
1: Mm -hmm. There was a woman who left church a couple weeks ago and she was like, it was a three-tissue Sunday. I was like, "What?" <laughs> she said, "Now that the choir's back, they had me on both of those songs." I was, I had tears, and she didn't say what the third, third tissue was. <laughs> <laughs> if it was the sermon or the prayer. I don't know, but <laughs> but yeah, music drives us can really help bring emotion mm-hmm. to. To our lives as well. Yeah. Okay. So let's have some fun. Like if you had to pick, I don't know, one or two artists that over the years have been important to helping you understand your faith, Mm -hmm. who would they be?
0: That is easy. (laughs) That is incredibly easy. Um, Because I, I say this is easy because if, if you ask anyone else around here uh-huh. that has done music with me, yeah, um, they will affirm that I am incredibly picky okay. with the music. Yeah, um, <laughs> I like to think I have a high standard. I think they just think that I'm incredibly picky, <laughs> um, but I love um, and have have always felt something extra when listening to uh, Hillsong United, okay, and Wren Collective.
1: Oh, okay, yeah,
0: two very different styles. Yeah. Wren Collective is very Irish and very fun. Yes. Um, And a lot of Hillsong United, uh, I think, is very uh, reflective. Okay. Uh, My favorite album from them is Of Dirt and Grace, which most of it is a re-recording of their previous album, Empires, which is (laughs) like very kind of techno-esque. Oh, okay. It's got that like overly modern feel okay um but then they went they had a trip in israel Mm. and as they went around if a spot inspired them they just unpacked all of their gear and recorded a song wow um so all of those re-recordings are inspired by the locations Uh uh-huh and that's cool oh they are beautiful yeah um so that's that is my favorite album that they do okay Uh, and that's probably one of the ones that I listen to most if I'm listening to music. Mm -hmm. Cool. Otherwise I'm listening to the peace project during Christmas Um, again. Hillsong.
1: Yeah. Right. 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 (laughs) Cool. That's cool. Yeah. What about you? So, Oh my goodness. Like I said, music's just such been such a significant part of my life. Um, with my parents as well. So, um, But I just recently... Like, I couldn't pick just one or two. (laughs) I can't. (laughs) I can't pick one or two artists. It's impossible. Um, But most recently, like, just about a week or so ago, I was at a concert, um, an Amy Grant concert. And so, depending on your age, you will either be like, oh, yeah, Amy Grant, or... Is I think did she <laughs> um did she sing a song with like Mercy Me? Or like I yeah. Um Yeah, you either know her or, <laughs> or you kind like, of know uh, her, maybe. Maybe have I heard her name maybe. Yeah. Um uh I would say probably one of her most familiar songs recently would be um Better Than a Hallelujah, which had been on K Love for yeah. a while. Better than a hallelujah sometime. So yeah. uh, that would be one that maybe if you were like, I don't think I know who that is. You might know that song.
0: You might know it. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. aged a little bit. Right. It's been but around it's, a while. Has it? Oh, like, man. like I at, can't even keep up with that. At least eight years. No. Yeah. Really? I, I The last time I listened to K-Love yeah. was my sophomore year in college. Okay. And that was... 13, 14. Come on. And I remember hearing it. So it's been at (laughs) least that long.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Music, but music ages so fast.
1: Well, that's true. It does.
0: It's the one thing that like, oh yeah, I remember that song. Yeah. Yeah, That was five years ago. Yeah. Whoa. No, it wasn't. (laughs) Yeah. But you know, it, they don't feel old until they feel old,
1: which is weird. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Oh my gosh. Okay. Well, maybe you won't even know that one. (laughs) Um, But anyway, so Amy Grant, uh, I would listen to her one album, um, Father's Eyes, when I was young. And because it came out in like 80, early 80s, maybe. So I might have been like seven, eight, nine, something like that. And I just remember sitting and listening to this album all the time this was a record um that's not something new that's something that's come back into mm-hmm. into style into vogue whatever uh, and i would sit and listen to it all the time and so here i am at this concert a couple weeks ago and she's she wasn't having a concert because she has a new album though she is writing and she did do one new song um it was mainly just all the good ones that she's had on her albums over the years. Mm -hmm. And it was fabulous. Uh, But the one song that she did is Father's Eyes. And as I was listening to those lyrics, it just like smacked me on the forehead. Like, Ty, this was a very important song in your childhood, but also in your faith, like in the development of your faith. And it just, I had never thought of Amy Grant music being that significant. But um, so that album and then subsequent albums um, with some music, because we also used to listen to an album, not just a song. Yeah. So while you referred to, you know, uh, to a couple Hillsong albums, um, it's not really common for us these days to actually listen to what an artist puts out from the beginning to end right of an album and uh and i know that that's a frustration for a lot of artists because they're no longer like an album really tells a story oh usually yeah, yeah. or you know or the order of it just helps kind of flow and lead mm-hmm. you somewhere right yep so <laughs> so that's yeah that's when we used to sit around and put a record on and you'd let it go the whole way and <laughs>
0: yeah yeah good stuff as as wonderful as itunes and spotify is mm-hmm. like you're not buying cds anymore yeah if you're buying music it's like one or two songs at a time yeah
1: yeah it's so wild yeah like my husband is not like he was not brought up in that kind of music kind of culture i mean his his fa- his parents have some favorite artists mm-hmm. and they would you know listen to that album or something but it's only because they were their favorite so he's just like oh yeah i'm just gonna buy this song and i'm gonna buy that song and i like that song i'm like oh but you're missing out on that one and that one so yeah 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 but it's really interesting if we allow ourselves to go back and and look at the music we've listened to and pay attention to the lyrics because you know you get singing and, and you're just singing along and you're not even really paying attention sometimes yeah but the significance of the words and what they really mean and how they've shaped us. Mm-hmm. And then different seasons of our lives, we t- we've we listened to more of one thing or another. Yeah. And that can really change. Uh, that can really change us too.
0: Yeah. I used to listen to a lot of uh, Thousand Foot Crutch. Okay.
1: Um, and what kind of music are they for people who might not know?
0: Thousand Foot Crutch fits in this uh, like christian rock genre it's a weird where like the lyrics are kind of meaningful but they're also kind of like very obscure (laughs) and the music's just pumping yeah um if you've not heard thousand foot crutch there's a good chance that you've heard of skillet same genre Mm -hmm. i like them a little bit less but uh i used to i used to have them and and tfk on my on my oh, what did i i didn't i didn't even have an ipod back then it was just some <laughs> random mp 3 player um but yeah i used to listen to them a lot i was actually i don't remember where i was going um maybe i was coming back from the movies with my brother hmm. uh, but he had he had a a thousand foot crutch song on and that album came out in like 2013 maybe. Okay. Um, it was called The End Is Where We Begin. This was like their first album going uh, independent. Mm-hmm. And like all of their, in order to get the album out, it was all crowdfunded and, mm. and supported by fans, which was great. Mm-hmm. Um, but the one song in that, I was like, wow, this, this song, I don't even remember what the title was, but what they were talking about, fits perfectly for today's society Hmm. it was like crazy foreshadowing Mm -hmm. of like kind of where we've where we've tracked i was like "Ooh, this is kind of scary but also kind of cool yeah um yeah so that that's where i used to be Mm -hmm. i don't listen to music much anymore if i do it's like seasonal Hmm. or it's like instrumental stuff yeah that is soundtracks to movies or shows Mm -hmm. or games Mm -hmm. Uh, just because I, I I like the, it's so specific to what it's for. um, And the energy is so much different than something that's just a random radio song. Yeah. So that's where I stand.
1: Okay. I used to, yeah. When I was like in my like 20 years ago, I listened to a lot of skillet, which is really funny because, you know, back then I was, I was doing Christian education for a church and so youth group was a part of that part of my job then. And, um, and my youth group then like, that's what we were into. Like they, Mm -hmm. they all wanted to, I mean, we would go to third day and skillet and pillar and, um, pillar's another good one. Yeah. Yeah. Pillar was awesome. And, um, and then there's one group that I can never remember the name of but like we i mean it was just so much fun we just had a blast and they were more you know more of a rock kind of uh feel and yeah it was just awesome um oh man yeah sorry i just got caught in a memory so <laughs> <laughs> so it was, it was just always a lot of fun and um but that was like in my early 20s early mid 20s and so, five years ago, I'm in my 40s now, friends. So, so, uh, so about three, three or four years ago, I was at a concert with a group of teenagers from the church I was serving then, and it was, um, oh, it was a Winter Jam concert. Mm, okay. So, Winter Jam is um, like this one group. I can't remember their name that like organizes it all. But they're they're a band that's been around for probably 40 plus years. And so they do a little music, but there's like eight other bands. Yep. And and they just cross all the genres. So there's usually somebody that's gonna rap and there's like a solo female artist and then there's mm-hmm. like the, you know, the guy that's just playing his acoustic guitar. And like we're gonna hit all the genres. Yep. So the the closing band that night though was Skillet. And so they're really, they're much heavier rock and they have like the pyrotechnics for their, like during their show and everything.
0: Yeah. If, if you need a visualization, think 90s alternative rock. Yeah. With, it's just kind of crazy. Yeah. That's them.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, and so here they are, like they start and. For the, for the whole concert, the whole big concert. We were there. We've been there for like over four hours. My, those kids, they had been standing. They were singing. Like they were rocking out. They were loving it. So Skillet comes up and they start playing. And I stand up and I'm cheering. And like, yeah, you know, because I'm like remembering 20 years ago. And this is so awesome. And those kids sat there. And they turned and they stared at me <laughs> like, who are you? Do you, you know, first of all, you know this. Second of all, you like it. Like what is going on? Meanwhile, they're still very, very relevant today. Mm-hmm. They still tour. They still write music. Um, and they're known all over the world. And yeah. this like Skillet specifically, um, they've played... They play plenty of non-Christian concerts. Yeah, like they—they're welcomed into this uh, this rock culture in our on on the globe, like all over the world. Yep, Um, and and yet they have a very strong, um, very strong Christian presence. People know that they're Christians. They do not deny it. They declare it. And all of their music is centered on God. So, I mean, you might not like that style, but... Yeah. (laughs) So, for me, it was really important in my 20s. I've kind of grown out of maybe (laughs) that, if you want to say that. But, um, yeah. So... But we do have, I mean, I listen to one of those songs and I just go right back to that mm-hmm. time in my life. Um, you know, I hear Amy Grant. I go back to those formative years whenever I was younger. Um, And like right now, I would say it's mostly like either Elevation or Hillsong or even Bethel music um, because I'm just more in that base where i just like i'm i'm wanting to worship <laughs> yeah i'm wanting to figure out like what it what is it that i believe and are these songs that help speak to my faith and help lead me into the presence of god in whatever mm-hmm. it is i'm going through cuz let's be real 20 years ago <laughs> i didn't know what what, <laughs> what my life was going to be like you know yeah. or or the struggles that i'd be going through or or the challenges that i'd be facing so yeah yeah. Oh my gosh, the memories though.
0: Right. I have a similar uh we used to take the youth group to Kingdom Bound yeah in New York. And the one um the one night 1000 Foot crutch They weren't headlining. Okay. But they were the they were the pre uh like sermon time headliner. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So okay. Like had, I got gotcha. you. They had like three hours of music Mm -hmm. a break for a speaker and Mm -hmm. then the actual headliner Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so they they closed out before the the speaker and Mm -hmm. the whoever was finishing the night and yeah myself and another youth leader uh were just jamming having a great time yeah and none of the kids understood
1: what's wrong with you
0: and it is (laughs) it was it was funny and sad and i haven't i haven't rocked out that hard since yeah
1: i know right i had oh. i had
0: the worst headache that night ah! <laughs> it was bad that's funny but but yeah like those funny. those moments um it, it is it is strange how those that kind of music fits that period in our life because i've mm-hmm. outgrown most of that mm-hmm. um i do still like enjoy heat, you know listening to some of that music yeah. every once in a while but not not the way i used to yeah sure um now i like the i like the stuff that helps me to reflect and to -hmm. to enter a meaningful space Mm -hmm. Uh, i know a lot of people here love when the choir's uh here to sing on sunday yeah um they do a great job my favorite like more traditional style of music Mm -hmm. is taz a service those are i don't have words for those Mm. um When they're done right, the space that you're in is just so set aside for what, for that like spiritual moment. Mm -hmm. Um, the one I went to, uh, quite a while ago, at least half of the songs like we had on handouts Mm -hmm. and it was like, I don't know if it was Latin, but it was like that more Latin style, Mm -hmm. um, of, of music, real reflective, mm-hmm. real intentional. Yes. Um, spa- it, it's it's space with music that you don't have to comprehend so that you can be in a space to worship and pray.
1: Mm-hmm. Those are great. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Tazé is a community in France, and so this kind of contemplative worship came out of that, um, out of a monastery there. Yeah, and and so it's mainly just like a little chorus, Mm -hmm. um, not many words, and it's a repetitive phrase. So you're singing that same tune and phrase phrasing, Mm -hmm. and and it does, like you said, it just kind of gives you that space to just be in the presence of God, not have to worry about verses or you know all of the all these words, but you can just really focus then on that, on those words and. And where that leads you in the presence of God. Yeah. It's a really powerful time for Mm -hmm. sure. For sure. Oh man, music. It is good. Like, I wonder what you're all thinking about. Like, what is the time in your life when, when there was a certain band that you just loved or, or what is it that really speaks to you? Like, I mean, of course we all have favorite, a favorite hymn. Mm -hmm. right in church that like that is the hymn that we just love to sing or um like lord of the dance i just remember my grandmother my paternal grandmother loving that hymn and uh i don't know why you know i was too young to (laughs) ask her why but i know she loved it i i could kind of i could probably guess (laughs) but you know i don't know the specific story for her yeah, but but I know that that was one she loved. Um, you know, of course, we all have those hymns that just are ones that really speak to us. Uh, it might reflect on a time or uh, something you were going through, a situation, and you know, I think sometimes we don't really hymns. I think we can get away with not paying attention to the words. Yeah. And sometimes with a hymn, the music itself can be distracting from the meanings of mm-hmm. the words. And so I found what somebody say to me uh, probably a month or so ago um, that they had heard somebody say, try instead of singing, try listening and read, like listen to everybody else singing and just read the words and see if it speaks something else to you. Mm-hmm that oh you know that's a really interesting great suggestion that you know maybe not all the time but every once in a while to just allow the words to be the main thing instead of the music that carries it yeah because we'll learn something if we'll pay attention you know like i love whenever um somebody you come across a recording like of a kid saying like the Lord's prayer or the 23rd Psalm or Mm -hmm. singing a hymn. And the words are not even close (laughs) in the recording, right? Because it's just what the kid thinks they hear. Yeah, And it sounds like they're saying what everybody else is saying. So it's no big deal, but that's not the actual words. Like, oh my gosh, it's just the cutest thing. But we, I think we all, though, can fall into that trap if we're not careful, if we're not really paying attention to the words. Um, That's why I'm one of those pastors that some people really get annoyed with because I like to sing all the verses. (laughs) (laughs) You know, so when somebody tells me that I have to pick two of the verses, that's all the time we have. I'm like, oh, how do I pick? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but how do you leave that verse out? But I need this. We need to sing this verse, though. And um, <laughs> so <laughs> I have a hard time with that because the words and the hymns just mean so much. You know, the writer of that poem or the writer of yeah. that hymn, there was there was a flow and an arc and a story. And so yeah. you need it all to be able to get the whole story in, you know, for us to know that Jesus is with us and he forgives our sins and he's calling us to do the same. Yeah. You know? And so, well,
0: the, the hymns, you know, they're, they're kind of like a, a subtle evolution off of what the Psalms were. Um, yeah. Cause those were more or less poems that they would sing mm-hmm. uh, or chant to. Yeah. Um, and now, with contemporary Christian music, mm-hmm. uh, specifically written for worship, mm-hmm. some of those albums fit the role of what one hymn might have done. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, there is there's movement and story mm-hmm. and intentional flow. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah, you might get the gist if you just sing the first and last verse of a hymn. Yeah. But it's not the same.
1: It's not the
0: same. It's, it's not just the same. not the same. <laughs> Even if the hymn is like five verses long with right? the refrain, like yeah, it might feel like it drags. But if the story of that hymn helps emphasize the scripture and the, the mm-hmm. sermon for that day, yeah, I mean, you might get just as much out of that hymn as if mm-hmm. as if you did like being a hundred percent attentive of the rest of the service.
1: Mm-hmm. And listen, when pastors pick hymns. Cause that's most of the time, I would say, pastors are the ones that are picking the hymns. Um, sometimes are you know, sometimes you'll have the the special music will be incorporated as well and be part of the planning. It just depends on the church you're at. Um, but hey, when we pick our hymns, we're very we're very particular about what's going to come before and after because we want it to flow. Mm-hmm. We want it to help emphasize. You know the message or or the scripture, and yeah, because you're right. It can really help you then be reflective of what you've just heard and how that how you're being called out by it. So, yeah, mm-hmm. it's important for sure. And then there's some people who are like, meh, whatever.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> eh, song's a song.
1: It's just a song. Yeah, <laughs>
0: right. But I I like. I like when, whether it's traditional or contemporary, I like when the songs that are picked um, do a good job of uh, re emphasizing the scripture mm-hmm. or mirroring, mirroring the sermon. Yeah. Because, um, look, I'm going to be honest. I hope everyone else can be honest. <laughs> Most of the time, Going through a sermon, mm-hmm. there's gonna be moments where you just like you space out and you're yep. thinking about something else. Yep. And sometimes it can be a couple of seconds, sometimes mm-hmm. it can be a couple of minutes before yeah. you realize it and you snap back.
1: It happens.
0: So to me, if the if the songs that are picked for worship not only allow us to worship God, yeah, as community, but also help say the same thing that the scripture's saying mm-hmm. and that the pastor's preaching on, mm-hmm. that's reinforcement. Definitely. I know I'm at least picking up something that the pastor wants me to hear yeah and there's really not enough time to like expand upon what a scripture says in a typical hour of worship
1: right in in our typical services you know a sermon might be ten to fifteen minutes yeah <laughs> or if you're me, it might get a little longer. I don't do it on purpose. It just happens sometimes. <laughs> but but, but yeah. you and Pastor
0: Allen, you're not like giving dissertations on the scripture no. that makes it that long. Right. No. You just, you've got stuff to say and mm-hmm. you say it. Mm-hmm. Um, I yeah. know some churches, some denominations, you got two hour service. Maybe you do have Easily. that time. Right. Absolutely. You know, maybe there's a lot that you can learn mm-hmm. in, that, in that space. Mm-hmm. For shorter services... A lot of that learning comes from the songs. Yeah. And so having, I I really appreciate it when song picking is intentional. Mm -hmm. And if I'm ever in the position to have to pick some songs, I think that's why I'm so picky because I (laughs) want it to be. Yeah. I want to make sure that it's right. Yeah. I want to make sure that everything flows and fits together. And that's just me.
1: I hear you. Well, I'm looking forward. There's going to be a couple of um, times here coming up in the fall. Where we're gonna we're gonna do some more singing and worship, and uh, mm-hmm. it's gonna be really fun because there's something so powerful with music and and you know sometimes I just feel like we don't sing enough, <laughs> so I apologize to those of you who are like meh singing I could take it or leave it, <laughs> <laughs> but um, really looking forward to it and yeah. investing you know just considering more about. The power of music in our lives. So, I don't know, we're uh, you know, this was not an earth shattering, groundbreaking, uh, we're not telling you to go out and change the world, but but music is significant and it does have power in our lives and it does take us places and remind us of times and um, it's just good, mm-hmm. it's just good, and even if it's you know. Cause we don't do this nearly enough <laughs> these days either. I don't think like we, we are not going to musicals as much or we're, we don't see the symphony as often. Um, but those are important things. Music is, is important to our life, to the soundtrack of our lives. So, yeah. So if you're feeling comfortable enough to do it, go to a concert, head out there and support a, um, either the the Pittsburgh symphony or maybe the, the ballet or get out there and enjoy the arts because whether it has God in the title, um you know what God created us to move and to sing. And mm-hmm. so enjoy that because it all brings it all brings our, our emotions and our senses. It just heightens it. Yeah. Um, allows us to connect with others as well. So it's a good thing. Yeah. It's a good thing.
0: Well, thanks for joining us uh, on this episode of Everyday Theologian. Um, Hopefully, you got to thinking about some of the music that you like, uh, some of the music that maybe you grew up with uh, that helped uh, inform your faith and your time in the church. If so, find the post on our Facebook page about this episode and just leave a comment with what your favorite song is. Uh, Let us know. Uh, You can find this podcast on Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, Spotify, and Anchor FM, uh, as well as SoundCloud.com. Our next episode uh, will be out October 13th. Um, Hey, have a blessed day and uh, enjoy the music that God has around in your life.